Yo, welcome back to the Water Week podcast with me, Rob. First off, I'd like to thank everyone, and I mean this, I'd like to thank every single person for just tuning in. Even if you haven't followed, I really appreciate you just taking your time out of your day and just listen to one of the podcasts. I originally thought I might have had maybe one, two, if not three uh, views on any of these podcasts. And I viewed the statistics uh, today, and I was really shocked. I've I've never had an audience that big to speak to about anything. So thanks for the support, and also thanks to the few people that did message me on Facebook and say, you know, they've listened, they enjoyed the podcast. And I was nervous. I listened back to the last podcast, and I was really nervous, I'm not going to lie. And I still am. I probably will be nervous on the next 15, 20, maybe 30 podcasts, but that's just me. Right now, this podcast, I was I was having a sit down and I was thinking about events that have happened in my lifetime and I realise I'm not a risk taker. I, I don't like taking risks. I like, I really want to do something like, uh, for example... The biggest risk I've took is doing this podcast. Like I said, I didn't expect the viewers that would come from the podcast. And that's great. That's probably one of the best risks I've done this year. So I thought I'd put together a few quick stories about risks. And yeah. So here we go. So here's my first risk that I didn't take. So about, oh, so I think, uh, well, I was 13, either 12 or 13 years old, and my, I remember going to PC World, Curry's, or whatever technology computer shop was uh, out at the time. I remember seeing a internet package from AOL. Um, God rest their souls, they're, they're not a thing anymore, but... There was a broadband package, or sorry, a dial-up package for AOL internet. So I nagged my dad, you know, as I, as a, someone who was young who would want something, and say, I really want this. So, yeah, we literally took it. Back then, you didn't have to call someone. You literally went home, you plugged the router in, you installed a CD, and then you went to some car details, and he was on the internet. So I used to play... A, a game called Habo, and this game is like, uh, it's kind of like a, it's not a chat room, but it's, it kind of is, people just sit down on the game and just talk all fucking day, so that's what I used to do, I used to play Habo with friends, and I remember visiting a forum, there was a fan site for this game, and I got really hooked onto this forum, and just writing posts, and starting threads on just, random topics and there was a technology center section and that's probably what has gone into technology as it is today it's because of the habo fan site forum and there was like i said a technology section and there was a part of the the technology area where it was a showcase of people's websites if you've made a website and you want to showcase it and show it off to the viewers of the forum you could just post the link and people would give you feedback. And I thought that was fucking awesome. 
there was loads of different types of websites on there. And then I thought, I want to make a website. I, I, I want to do this. How, how do I do this? So I spent about, about six months learning the basics on how to build a website. And building a website today to back then is completely different. Back then, it was more difficult, I would say, to set a website up. And today, you could do it in like two clicks. So, yeah, I got really hooked into the technology section. And I met some good friends on there. And I still, I don't really speak to him, but I sp I'm still in communication with one person from that forum to this day. But there was a guy... And we was good friends back in the day called Jason. I didn't know him in person. I just knew him from this forum. He was about the same age as me. And we both loved making websites. And we wanted to try something, something different. Instead of making the websites, what about providing servers to host the websites on? So Jason thought it would be a good idea to do some research and find out how much a a dedicated server would cost and back then it was it wasn't cheap it wasn't expensive and he said we could split this server up into chunks and rent it out so he he made a plan and he said rob he said we need around about 100 pounds and back then trying to get 100 pounds that's like trying to win the lottery <laughs> you don't just come across a hundred pounds um, on the floor. And he said, Rob, we'll go half each. You pay 50 pound. I'll pay 50 pound. You go till Monday. So I'm trying to find this 50 pound. This 50 pound. And I probably could have sold something. I probably could have nagged my, my dad or a family member or just, I don't know. I probably could have found it, but I was too scared of taking the risk. And that risk was a big factor of things that have um, occurred in the past four years. If I put that correctly, if I, if I sentenced that correctly, I probably didn't, but whatever. So I said to Jason back then, I said, Jason, I haven't got the money, I'm sorry. And us being kids, you know, instead of him saying, oh, it's okay, I'll, uh, I'll sub you £50 and we'll we'll set this business up together and see how it goes. He said, uh, no, okay, um, yeah, I'll just do it myself. And then me and Jason stopped speaking. We didn't speak then. Well, we, we didn't speak until about four years ago. So I was trying to find some somewhere so I could host a website server. So I was trying to get quotes off different providers around the UK. And after sending emails to 20, 30 different companies trying to get the cheapest quote, because I am a cheapskate. I want the best value for money and I want it cheap, which sometimes is not good. I had an email back from one company, very professional and the the, the guy told me the price. He gave me a phone number, email address, all that good stuff. And at the bottom, his name was there. And it and it was Jason. 
Jason was the person that I sent an email to. I did know it was it was that guy Jason. So maybe me, I emailed him back and I said, "Oh hi, Jason. This is Rob. I used to go on this forum years ago. Are you this person that I used to speak to? We was good friends." And he replied back, "Yeah, that's me." And it was more of a quick, easy, yep, that's me. Okay, what do you want? So I didn't really respond. I didn't, I don't think I did either email him back. And then I'm sat there thinking, so Jason, I'm pretty sure he is the owner of this company. And it, it probably started with a 100 pounds back when we were kids. And it's just escalated from there. I I was uh, a little bit upset with myself because I didn't take that risk. Okay, I, I could try and convince myself that I couldn't find the money back then to start the business up with him. But I probably could have if I tried hard enough. So what I'm trying to say here is I should have took that risk. And I know there's people listening right now that have probably gone through something similar. Maybe not with like a web server business, but maybe something else. And I bet you've got the regret of not taking that risk in the first place. So what I'm trying to say on this little podcast today is, yeah, this is going to take risks. What's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario for me there was my dad saying, no, Rob, you're not having £50. Or my, I don't know, a family member saying, no, I haven't got £50, you're not having it. That would have been the worst case scenario. That is not life or death. That is a £50 loss, that's it. So, take risks. That's what I'm saying, viewers, just take risks. I know friends that have set their own businesses up and they've they've done it and they've done done it really well. And that's because they've took the risks that people like myself and maybe you who are who was listening are too scared to take. Obviously motivation is needed. So if you want to do something new like for example set a podcast up there's not really a risk factor. Maybe the only risk factor I could see was I was going to make my first podcast, which was about OCD, and no one was going to listen. But then I've gained nothing. I've lost nothing. So there's not really a risk. It was more motivation. And to be fair, if you know me, I might look like I've always got, well, I might seem like I'm motivated all the time but I'm not. And that's what surprised me with this podcast. I've actually motivated myself to do this. So that's the one story. So that's a, that's a bit of a kick in the teeth, to be fair. You know, I, I think about it quite, quite often. And I shouldn't. I really shouldn't. I should try and find something else to take a risk with. Maybe one day something will come along. But then, yeah, whatever. Take risks. So, me and my friend, me and my friend James, and James, if you're listening, you're a good chap. You've been a really good friend to me most of my life. Well, through school, uh, up until now, you know, you've been really good. 
I've got quite a few good friends, but James, this is about you. I should have took more of a risk years ago. So me and James, we used to, well, we still do, we play games together. And I remember when the game Minecraft first came out on the computer, we noticed that to play Minecraft on the computer, you could play single player. Or if you wanted to play multiplayer, you had to have your own Minecraft server. And the market was really expensive. If you wanted to buy a Minecraft server back then, you were looking at 20, 30 pounds a month just to play with you and your friends. And that's a lot of money. So me and James thought, hey, we could buy a server. We could make Minecraft servers from it. We could rent them out. We could, we could be a millionaire. We could, we could make loads of money but yeah my motivation there just completely went because it might seem like I'm motivated by money but okay I am a little tiny bit but not a lot so I remember me and James we set this uh this website up and we spoke about this recently James actually done the graphics for the website and I think I did actually say they were shit. I, I said they were bad. I feel bad for saying that, James. I'm sorry. They were fantastic graphics that was made in Microsoft Paint. They were great. Honestly, Mel, I'm, I'm lying. They, they were shit. But it was it was a good start for us. And I I, I took the risk. And James took the risk. We, we plowed in. Not a lot of money. We, we actually had our first customer after about a day. And the customer paid about £35 to rent a Minecraft server. And I was like, oh my God, we are gonna be millionaires. This is gonna be great. And then I was getting a little bit nervous because I didn't really understand at the time how things worked for like servers. What would I do if the server crashed? What would I do if I lost that customer's data? And I was scared then. And I was scared to take the risk and carry on. So, as an idiot, I closed the website, shut it down, and forgot about it. I'm sorry, James. Sorry about that. Maybe something we'll do in future will be successful. That was my fault. Sorry. And another thing that, funny enough, this is, uh, it should be called, James, you should come on the podcast. And uh, one more risk that I should have took, and James definitely should have took as well, was bitcoin oh my god if you are like me right now and you used to dabble in bitcoin years ago we could all be very well off we could be rich <laughs> so me and james i still remember when bitcoin was first announced it's either well we've read articles about bitcoin i can't really remember if it was like a few weeks before it came out or within a week or two after it came out and i remember i think i said to james and i'm pretty sure james said the same thing at the time he said it's, it's never going to work how can an online currency work you know we've got all these currencies around the world with uh physical value well they were physical but Yes, your, your £10 note doesn't actually give you £10 worth of gold anymore. Sorry to tell you that. But we assumed that Bitcoin would be a massive fail. It would never work out. So, 
we I think we mined it for a short period of time and we probably did mine quite a few coins from from my from Bitcoin and then you know we just deleted the software completely forgot about it and then years later I used to buy like stuff CD keys for Steam games and stuff like that using Bitcoin so I used to buy Bitcoin off a website called Coinbase and I used to transfer Bitcoin to people to buy games and stuff like that. Now, if I kept those Bitcoin, today Bitcoin's worth 40,000 plus pound. Oh my God. I checked my Coinbase account uh, about two months, a month and a half, two months ago. And I almost cried. I hadn't logged into that account in donkey's years. And I almost cried. I I seen so many Bitcoin that I purchased over those years and transferred to other people to buy stuff like I don't know, uh, games. Mainly it was just all games pretty much. And yeah. <laughs> I should have took the risk back then and invested a lot more. So from that, I should have took the risk. James, you should have took the risk as well, you know. But then we did know. We did know it was going to be this big. So that's my rant. That is my that is my rant. I think there's loads of people in the world wish that they held on to Bitcoin or they got into Bitcoin when it first came out. Because none of us were risk takers. We just just assumed it wouldn't work. I was speaking to a chap when I work one of my customers and he's a very nice uh very nice guy he's well educated he's a cool chap a really cool chap and he's a proper nerd and he was telling me he said years ago him and his friends when bitcoin literally first came out uh he used to transfer his friend several bitcoins to buy pizza because he didn't have cash he only had bitcoin because he invested at the start and then he still had a few, but not as much as he did. And he said he could remember literally sending his friend tens yeah, of Bitcoin just for half a pizza. And I find that absolutely crazy because that's worth four hundred thousand pounds today. <laughs> so yeah, take take a risk. You know, if you if you feel if you're sat there right now, listen to me, and you want to do something different, be it. You're too nervous. As long as you've got the motivation, you need to take that risk and take that risk. Just do whatever you want to do. If it's sell products for the body shop, because we've seen a lot of that on Facebook recently, you know, take a risk, give it a go. What's the worst thing that could happen? You don't sell anything. That that's that is just the that's not even the worst case. That's just you've wasted a little bit of time. If you want to start uh, going to the gym, but you're, you're too shy, I don't know. Take a risk, just just go. That's not really a risk, but you know, you get what I'm saying. So yeah, take away from this. Be a risk taker. As long as it's a safe, good risk, become a risk taker. And then hopefully we could change the world. Uh, the next podcast, hopefully, I say hopefully a lot. Hmm. Um, the next, the next podcast, I'll have a special guest on and it's, it's my friend, Nick. 
and Nick, he's a, he's a really nice chap. We haven't really spoke that much since the lockdown uh, last year, the beginning of the original lockdown. We've spoke, you know, a few times, but not, not that much. So that might be a good uh, catch up with him. And yeah, he's, he's pretty excited to join. And thank you very much, guys, for sticking around. But click the follow button. And also, I'm on Facebook as well. If you search for What A Week podcast on Facebook, you'll find the page. Give us a like and uh, speak soon. Bye.